What up, though? What up, though? What's up? Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Naked Truth with Kenny and Joy. How was your week going, Joy? My week was good. How was yours? Uh, uh, I did a lot of good things this weekend, so I can't complain. Good, good. And we are recording on a very special day. So today is Martin Luther King Day. Stand up, Black people. We ain't got too many days, so give it up for Black People Day. Yeah, shout out to Black people today. And we couldn't record yesterday because yesterday was a very special day for me. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers were playing, and unfortunately, we lost. No, y'all didn't lose. Y'all got y'all ass We lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's good. I mean, uh, shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs and shout out to the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they'll be being in the Super Bowl this year, so that's a great thing. So, on uh, my birthday. Your birthday is February second. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, happy birthday coming soon. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, it was brought to our attention last week that we did introduce ourselves. So today we're gonna start off by introducing ourselves. So Kenny, let the people know who you are. Um, I'm Kenny Washington, aka Pimp and Ken, aka Black Kenny, aka the People's Choice. Uh, I hail from Detroit, living in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, alumni of the the Tennessee State University. Go ahead, Joy. Well, I'm Jay Reed, and I am from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I came down to Tennessee in 2000 to attend uh, Tennessee State University, and I'm still here. I'm now living in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, so I couldn't leave Tennessee alone. So, and another thing, you know, I always wanted to start a a podcast, but um, I was nervous and I was scared about it. I didn't really like my voice, so I was kind of scared to do any type of of like recording or whatever. But I do want to thank my friends for encouraging me and constantly asking me about when I'm going to get it started. And I thought Kenny would be a great asset to the show. So thank you all for listening and we appreciate all the positive feedback we receive and the constructive criticism we take it all so thank you so much well, that's what's up right. well let's get on into uh what's going on now oh what? what's going on yeah so uh let's see first thing let's talk about uh this bad boys movie did you get a chance to see it no i didn't get a chance to see it i had a busy weekend so i couldn't see it but did you yeah, I saw it. Uh, you know, I, I'm i not going to say it was bad. I'm not going to say it was good. I'm just going to say that it was good to see them back together. I just feel like they took too long to get back together. So mm-hmm. it's, it seems like Martin was just too old to do anything. And, you know, uh, I was glad, to, like I said, I was glad to see the movie finally of Bad Boys 3 because I'm a fan of 1, 2. And now I'm, I'm even a fan of three, so don't let me say that it wasn't a good movie. I just felt like if I had to scale it, it would go in that order. It would go one, two, and three. So I would put this to be the worst one. But, uh, you know, it, it made good money, so that's good. Well, the movie has $68 million now, so that's great. And so they're even in the talks of doing a number four. Do you think we need a number four since you already saw the movie? I mean number four would be like my grandma uh, being a bad boy like how old, <laughs> <laughs> how old how old do you have to be to keep doing these uh bad boys like it's really it still looked good 
And, uh, you know, he had no problem, you know, as far as being in shape and thing. But Martin, his head was so big and his neck and face was so fat. You know, it just made it seem like, you know, he didn't want to do anything in the movie. It's just, just, the movie, go see it. Just go see it. I'm not going to sit here and down the movie because it wasn't a bad movie, but I'm not going to say it was a great movie either. So just go. Uh Well, I am going to check the movie out, so I'm excited about it. So what you listen to nowadays? There's a lot of music that's out there, but I have to say, I'm not impressed with a lot of it. So what are you listening to? You know, right now, you know, I'm I'm from Detroit, Michigan. So once again, what up, though? So I'm from Detroit. So we had to listen to that new Eminem that came out uh, to be murdered by. Uh, I've listened to half the CD. I had a busy weekend. I had a lot going on this weekend. And, uh, you know, I went to go see Bad Boys. And there was other, you know, a few other things that came on that I watched. So I watched, listened to half of the Eminem. Uh, it was okay. You know, his okay. first yeah, his first song started off real hot. And then uh, and then it started simmering down after about uh, track two or th- about track three. It started simmering down. But I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. So I'll give a better review next week. But, you know, that Mac Miller came out. And, yeah, Apple Circle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out and you know, uh, since he died back in September of two thousand eighteen from that drug overdose, uh, I think this is his first uh piece of uh music that was put out there. So uh I listened to a a little bit of it. I was never no big Mac Miller fan, but uh yeah. it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. Okay. What about what, 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 what about out there called the box and it's like number one or something? Yeah, have you? I know you heard the song before. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it's a jam. I like it. Oh yeah, I yeah. still like the song he did with um DJ Mustard, uh, balling. So I'm still playing that every day. Yeah, that was hot too. That was hot too. But yeah, I'm uh Roddy Rich. I'm giving him a shot. You know, uh, in the song, the song, uh, the box. I play it all the time. You know, especially working out in the gym. So I mean, it's a good, it's a good track, and I'm glad he, you know, made number one uh, on the uh, Billboard Hot 100. So I'm glad he's number one. So that's great. Yeah, he's a young guy, so he has a lot of time to grow. So I'm sure we'll hear more from him. So Definitely. what you watch on TV? It's so many shows to watch. So what are you watching? Um, well, we, uh, I know, uh, me and you talked offline about that. Hopelessly in love. Uh, did you watch all three uh, episodes? Yes, I did. Um, I really enjoyed Lisa Lopez and Andre Risen. I really enjoyed their episode because a lot of the things they talked about, I really didn't know about. I didn't know she had put put um, shoes in his tub like twice. I didn't know that. So she had burned his tub up twice. The second time is just burned the whole house down. But that wasn't her first time doing that. And I didn't know she dated Suge Knight. I know she had signed to him, but I didn't know they were dating. Yeah, I, did, I, I didn't know. That. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I definitely didn't know that they were dating. That was crazy. Like, Suge Knight, he got a piece of everything, didn't he? Right. Um, and then, Andre, you I mean, you let her burn your house, burn your clothes one time. She should have been gone then. You know, that, that you don't need <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, one year, look, that's on you. So you don't let her do it again. That is definitely on you. But it was a, it was a definitely a good episode all the way around. I learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm all with you about that Suge Knight. So I learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know about her. So it was a good episode, definitely. Yeah. And the second episode was with Faith and Biggie. And like, I, you know, I've heard so many Faith and Biggie stories. And, you know, they also had the movie. And Faith does a lot of interviews. So I didn't hear anything new. But I still enjoyed it. But I just didn't hear anything new. 
Oh, well, the one thing that I did here new, and I, I mean, like I said, you, you said the same thing. They, they beating the dead horse, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that Faith and Lil Kim got into a fight twice. I knew about the one time in the studio, but I didn't know she went to the house and they got to fighting again at the house, and then, and then Lil Kim came out and scratched the car up. So, you know, uh, I didn't know that. So that was good, you know. And I'm a big time Biggie fan, so I can hear about Biggie all day. Yeah, and Faith was actually upset about that because they kind of promoted the show talking about, you know, her having sex with Tupac allegedly and then her fighting Kim all the time. And she really didn't want to lead with that because her and Kim are actually friends now. So she didn't want to rehash any drama because, you know, the media spin it like it just happened yesterday. So she didn't really like that part of it. But overall, it, it was good. And it was only a three-part docu-series and the last one came on Friday. And... um that was with Anna Nicole Simpson and Larry Burkhurst. So, and that was, that was cool. You know, it was a, a sad ending because we all know she died of an overdose, overdose and so did her son. So that was pretty sad. And we kind of talked about how she even got to that point. She had a rough upbringing. Um, and one of the things they talked about, the reason why she got addicted to the drugs or the pain meds was because she had breast implants and they ruptured. So her doctor, of course, gave her pain meds and she just, you know, kept on using them and kind of started abusing the drugs. Because you notice a lot of her interviews and anytime she was on camera, she always seemed like she was drugged up. So yeah, was that's, sad that's, that's, to end that way. Yeah, that's those people, you know, these women nowadays. Like, can you just, if, the, if, if God gives you an ass, you got to ask. If God gives you titties, you got titties. Stop trying to put so much stuff into you, and then you won't have these problems. I mean, and it's always, it used to be the white women just getting breast implants. And now these yeah. black people with these asses, man. Come on, man. If, if, it, if it wasn't meant to be, it ain't for you. Just leave it alone. If it's going to cost you your life, you might want to leave that alone. Yeah. But I actually thought I wasn't going to like that episode because I didn't really care about this white woman and and her issues, you know, with the back and forth. But it was actually a pretty good episode because I didn't know a lot about it because I, I didn't follow it. You know, I definitely knew about her son dying. And of course, I knew about her dying, but I didn't know the ins and out of it. So, you know, if you haven't watched these three episodes, please go out and check it out because they were great. Yep, hopelessly in love and it's on Lifetime so you can go stream it now. Yeah, on demand all day long. What about your boy Ghost? What about Power? The last episode with Tommy was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, at the end, it was a bit controversy online. You know, they were saying that he said, let it go. I thought I heard let her go. So what you think about that? Well, look, we actually put the captions on and it said, let it go. So it, that, uh-huh. that was from the caption. So it definitely didn't say let her go. It said let it go. <laughs> and, and, okay. and with that being said, to me, and this is my opinion, now that it's supposed to be four more suspects and, you know, it's supposed to be the lawyer, what's his name? Uh, Stack, 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 Stack. It's supposed yeah. to be him. It's supposed to be uh, the governor of the, the uh, Lorenz Tate. Uh, it's supposed to be him. And then it's supposed to be Tariq or Tasha. So this saying that Ghost said let it go, it has to be Tasha or Tariq in my eyes because he wouldn't care about shooting uh, shooting uh, Lorenz Tate and he damn sure wouldn't care about shooting the lawyer. So the it lawyer. Has, yeah, so it has to be in my eyes uh, Tariq and Tasha. And I'm leaning more Tariq badass. I'm thinking about Ramona. 
Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's saying. Like, she came out of nowhere. So you never know. Maybe Ghost killed one of her family members, like, you know, one of the first two or three episodes, something like that. And she's coming back for revenge because I don't know, something weird about her. I don't know what, but something not right about her. Well, I and and that would be a great spinoff, but I uh, I heard at the end of the last season or before they before when, when Ghost got shot, uh, Courtney, the I guess he's the producer, executive producer. She yeah, said, Courtney. yeah, right. She said that it's definitely going to be one of the suspects. She said that to Terrence J on the after show. She said it's definitely oh. going to be one of the the suspects. So. It, I, I would go with that if she wouldn't have said that. But, you know, it could always be a spin. You know, she could have lied and said something differently. So, it, you know, it could be. I mean, I'm I'm looking for that shocker episode, too. That shocker, that's something that you didn't know. Well, if you you put it like that, then I guess I'll go with Tyreek. I don't really want it to be him, but if that's what she said, then I guess Tyreek then. Yeah. You know, I'm just so happy that Tommy just didn't die and he drove away. You know, I, I'm just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of Tommy fans out here, and I and I was a Tommy and Ghost fan, but I was definitely more Tommy. You know, I feel like Tommy was more loyal, and uh, you know, Ghost was he was he was backstabbing all the time. So I'm definitely definitely happy that Tommy made it up out of there. <laughs> yeah, I was so nervous when he was driving away. I just knew something was going to happen, and I was like, "Ooh, I hope they don't kill Tommy." I really like yeah. Tommy, so <laughs> yeah. My homeboy said the same thing. He said he just knew when he was driving away, somebody was going to come by and blow his damn brains out. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm glad he got away. That's great. That's great. So I'm looking forward to next week. You know, we got two more episodes, so we'll yeah. keep every- yeah we'll keep everybody updated on the uh, episodes. Well, let's get into these hot topics. One of the number one topics that went over the weekend was Trick Daddy mugshot. The picture was everywhere. They started to put his face on perm boxes and all types of stuff. So <laughs> I was just like, leave Trick Daddy alone. So what happened with Trick Daddy? I know you were saying something about um, the cops caught him running into stuff or running over stuff or something like that. Yeah, well, everybody know who Trick Daddy is. You definitely you know who Trick Daddy is. But yeah. um, as far as they, they said that he was driving, hitting signs, running red lights, and he was in a Range Rover. And then then he actually fell asleep behind the wheel. So uh, the officers had to actually wake him up. And he, they said he was leaving the club. He said he only had like five drinks. And mm. uh, he, he failed the sobriety test. Um, after that, they found... Uh, uh, in a rolled up, okay. yeah, roll in a rolled up dollar bill, they found some cocaine. So it seemed like he was extremely high. Uh, but you know, everybody, you know, we've seen stories about people getting DUIs, and we've seen stories, you know, about you know people having drug abuses. But what we mm-hmm. didn't see, what we didn't see, was that hairdo. What, <laughs> what, what was up with that mugshot hairdo? Well, it looked like he had Beijing in the front. And then his actual hair in the back. I don't know what was really going on. It don't look like it was braided up. It looked real patchy or something like that. And Trick is saying that he released a statement and he's, you know, he's upset because he feels like people are making fun of his disease and he has lupus. So he feeling like y'all making fun of him having lupus. I disagree with that. And being someone you all might not know, but being someone who has lupus, um, I don't think that's, 
all of the reason why he looks that way. I will say, yes, when you have lupus, your hair can fall out. But also there are some things that just happen with time and being that he's an older man and you know, when y'all get older, y'all hair, sometimes the lining goes away, the hair falls out and all that stuff. So I'll just go with saying that that's probably more of the reason because he's made it very clear that he doesn't take medication and that he just smokes weed laced with, I guess, cocaine or whatever. And that's not healthy at all. And as far as his skin is concerned, lupus does affect your skin. So that's why his skin looks like that, especially if he's always in the sun and not taking, you know, putting on moisturizer and all of that. So that's the problem. And his face being puffy like that, yeah, that can be lupus too. But that doesn't excuse you having a DUI and all of that. So... And I don't think people were making fun of him having lupus. They they were just laughing at his hairline and the way he looked in the picture. So right, I believe his his barber need to go to jail with him for letting him walk out and saying that that was okay. Like I don't understand. I don't understand when when he looked in the mirror when he was done getting the haircut and they handed him the uh, the mirror. Did you? <laughs> and he'd be like, "Is it all right for you to say yes?" Is a problem, my man. <laughs> You listen, you listen. I am one of the men that I cut my hair off a long time ago because I saw it. <laughs> you know, I, I saw it. My barber saw it. My barber said, Yeah, hey, Kenny, your hair is changing a little bit right here. And I hurried up and cut it off. And all my friends and frat brothers was like, Man, you cut your hair off way too early. I said, man, you are not going to remember. I'm not going to look like Trick Daddy. I'm not. <laughs> and you know, look, I can't remember who the spokesman uh, for the messed up haircut was back then, but I said, I am not going to look like that. So I took my hair off early. I mean, I, it was it was way before time. So Trick Daddy, just come on. Just go ahead and cut it off and just stop playing. He should. Yeah, yeah he just, should just, cut it off. Yeah, he definitely should. Just stop playing. Just stop playing. What about and your I'll boy? See. Go ahead. Cool. Oh, I was just going to say that um, Trick just got a new job on the radio station. He has a show called Trick and Trina Morning Show on uh, Miami's uh, 99 Jams. So um, that next day, they did say he wasn't there. And so now they're saying that he's suspended. So I'm like, man, you just got the new job. So now you probably about to lose your job because of something like that, like something you could avoid it by getting a driver. Or you could have uh, <laughs> you could have called Young Jock to come pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you, you, that was a perfect segue into the next. <laughs> well, look, before we, we, no, no, young Jack. Look, before we talk about your boy, uh, just you know, I don't know what you're taking for the lupus, but try weed and cocaine. Let's see how it works for you. Let me know next week. Let me know how. Yeah, that works. whatever, never. <laughs> <laughs> I am not gonna be electric. I'll pass. <laughs> so let's talk about your boy, young Jack. What's going on with Jack? Well, Jock was caught driving a rideshare service. Um, a few young ladies got in the car, and once they, I guess, looked at the driver, they was like, are you young Jock? And of course, he was like, yes. And so they started asking him questions. One of the main questions they asked, they was like, did you fall off? Like, why are you driving this? You know, what's going on? And so Jock responded, you know, simply by saying that, He's doing this because he wants to show the youth. He wants to set an example for the youth. And he says easy money and he loves to meet people. So this is like the perfect job for him. And it's called Pull Up. So it's actually a new ride share company. 
And uh, I don't know. I just feel like with Young Jock, he's always in the media for some silly or always trying to like he was in the media for his hair. He was in the media that, you know, one time for wearing the woman's dress with heels and stuff. So he likes the attention. And I feel like he's doing it because he probably has some shares in this company. So what better way to promote it by going viral? And I think what? that's just what he did. Because I bet you next week you're not going to call and he going to pick you up. So I believe that was just like a one time thing. And they kind of put a face to it. So he's the face of pull up. And so people start looking into it, which, you know, brings customers. And I think it was more so something like that versus, you know, I'm trying to help the community. And not that he's not trying to help the community. But I don't think that was the original reason why he wanted to do it. Yeah, I mean, the ride share, it's, it's, it's called pull up and go. And it's, it's new to Atlanta. And so, like I said, he could be trying to promote it. You know, he said that he's been a member of for 25 years, a, a, a big brother, a big sister. So he's trying to show them, you know, other means of uh, making money than, you know, turning to the streets. You know, you know, he said it was an easy way. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a fan of Young Jack, but I ain't got a lot of rhythm out here in these streets. <laughs> and, and that uh, is going down with one of the only dances I could do back in the days. So I ain't gonna let y'all just dog Young Jock. I'm just not gonna let him do it because you know, I feel like, I feel like either if he was promoting or if he needed the money, he ain't out here robbing. He ain't out here stealing. He out here making, trying to make some money for himself without asking me for nothing. So as long as you ain't asking nobody else and you're trying to make it do for yourself, hey, let's not worry about what Young Jack doing. And for the and the passengers are saying that you fall, how you falling off? You know, that's jacked up for you to say somebody don't fall off. You know, when's the last time you heard a Young Jock song? So who knows what Young Jock is doing out here to get money? And if he has to bribe, uh, pull up and go to make bread, let it let it be him. Let, let go ahead and do it, Young Jock. No problem. Well, he's also on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, so right, yeah. that's a job. <laughs> yeah, yo, let's uh, let's talk. Let's talk about somebody that that lost their job for killing your boy who? Aaron Hernandez. That ain't my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they got a doc, a three episode docu series on Netflix, and it's called "Killer Inside: The Mind of Aaron." Horrendous. So, um, I watched it. It was pretty good, and I've actually seen a lot of different specials on him. So, um, you know, it was kind of the same thing, but I did learn some new things. They kind of touched on his childhood. I didn't know about that, as far as his father being very, very strict and abusive. And he was also abusive to his mom and him feeling like his mom didn't protect them or she wasn't that present in their lives. So I, I really, I enjoyed it, you know, for what it was, you know, I'm not happy about what he did, but um, it was a good special. And one of the things that everybody's talking about is him allegedly being gay. That seemed to be a big thing from the, the special. Um, a lot of people don't believe it. And then some do. It's just, I just feel like the guy who went on there and said he had a relationship with him, I guess starting in like grade school, I didn't know it started that early, but I just don't see him coming on a show and making up a story like that. I don't see what he would gain from that. So I believe there's some truth to it. And I'm sure that had a lot to do with his anger issues, probably trying to fight that that demon, fight that feeling. So what you think? Yeah, I, I, I think the same. I think that... Uh that he he I think he was gay. I mean I don't most men and you know but don't get on TV and say that they have a relation with somebody that they didn't. I mean that's breaking all type of man codes. So <laughs> I, 
So uh, definitely, I, I think he was gay, and I think he just had a lot of demons that he was, you know, trying to uh, to hold that back, and he had to make himself seem extra hard to show that he was, you know, that he was gay. And you know, I don't think that he needed to kill anybody to to put that, you know, to uh, to make people believe that he wasn't gay. But I think that's what he did, and so yeah. you know, yeah, so. Uh, the guy, what, what was the guy's name? Alexander Brad uh, Bradley, the one that snitched yeah. on him that said he shot him in the eye. Uh huh. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I believe him too much. Um, I just feel like he was trying to get off, you know, to beat the case that they had against him. Uh, but I do believe that he, that Aaron and him, that you know, they, 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 they did it together. They killed those two people in the car that they were talking about. That the one that he got out, got off on. I believe they did that together. So. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it was a great talent wasted. Let's just say that a great talent yeah. wasted. Because he only played three seasons with the New England Patriots before all you know before his career ended in 2013, because he was accused of killing a friend of his, um, Odin Lloyd. He was accused, and he was also convicted of killing him as well. But Odin was actually um, his sister's. His, his fiance sister's boyfriend and to this day we don't know why he killed him why he lured him from home and took him to some random spot and shot him we don't know so a lot of people were saying that maybe he knew something about him being bisexual and he was going to probably tell his girlfriend which would tell her sister and I guess he didn't want those chain of events to happen so that's like a story that you hear. And as far as the, the other guy is concerned, um, him and Aaron, they were in a club and some guy accidentally dropped his drink on Aaron. And so when they were leaving the club, I hate that this even happened, but they somehow ran into those two guys. And Aaron just shot shot both of the guys. But he wasn't convicted of that. But, you know, his friend was saying that, yes, Aaron did shoot both of those guys. And he got like extremely upset. And he didn't understand why he was so mad and because the, the guy accidentally dropped the drink on him, it wasn't or spilled the drink on him. It wasn't like on purpose, but right. So he allegedly killed him. I I think we have to say that he those allegedly, two guys. Yeah, he, allegedly he killed yeah, those two guys. He allegedly killed those two guys. So you know that's a that's a good show to watch on Netflix. So if you guys haven't checked it out yet, please do. Uh, it's a good. You know, I think it's an hour per show, so that's a good three hour watch. And I mean, you yeah. won't be, you won't be disappointed at all. Yeah, and I think uh, a special is coming on today on the ID channel. Yeah, another one, but I feel like how many shows you give about him, you know? But I, I think uh, the world is so captivated by him as far as this man signed a $40 million contract and then all of a sudden you still out here killing niggas. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. And so, taking pictures with guns and all types of stuff. Yeah, you lost your mind. And, and, and the, the way he killed the man he didn't. He didn't think of. He didn't think it through at all. They had footprints. They had uh, him on camera at his house carrying a gun. They told. He told the girlfriend to take the box out the house. And they don't. And the girlfriend acting like she don't know where the box it, it, where she took it to. I mean, it was just. It was just too much evidence they had on this man. So, yeah. it, listen. I'm not. I'm not suggesting anybody kill nobody. But if you do, if you do, let's think it out a little further than Aaron did. Okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. So what's up with your boy? He's been in the news for the past few months. Antonio Brown, former NFL wide receiver. That is my boy. You know how you said Aaron wasn't your boy? That is my boy. 
so if, if you don't know about Antonio, Antonio is was the man. Wide receiver. He was he was the man. He was arguably the best wide receiver in the league. He, he was playing for uh Pittsburgh Steelers, uh putting up numbers, uh this definitely. Then he had an argument with Ben, Big Ben, a quarterback, and they just could not get along. So he demanded a trade. So after uh-huh. going, so after going back and forth with uh, the Steelers organization, they finally let him go, and they traded him to Oakland. Well, when he got to Oakland, everything was great. They actually had the, the TV show on uh, on HBO this uh, this year, and he was on uh, the TV show. He kept missing practice, and first it was he had a foot issue that he he stayed in some machine too long, so he uh, so he burnt his feet. So he couldn't practice on that. He, it was a, some freezing machine that he stayed in there too long. So then once he got healed from that, it was the helmet issue. And the, and the helmet issue, he uh, they banned this helmet that he always used to wear. And he said mm-hmm. he, wasn't, he wasn't coming to practice until they said it was okay for him to wear that helmet. And then once they said it wasn't okay, he tried another helmet and they said that wasn't helmet okay. So he kept missing practice, kept missing practice to where the Oakland Raiders got fed up with it. And they said, well, man, are you coming back to practice or not? And he was basically saying he's going to come back when he gets this issue. So they went on and cut him. At the end of the day, they cut him. Wow. The day they just ended up cutting so when he also had some sexual assault allegations as well. Well, yeah, that was when he went to after the after Oakland cut him, he went to the the Patriots picked him up real quick. The cheating Patriots picked him up real quick, uh-huh. and so as soon as they picked him up, you know, he practiced and he uh, he missed the first game, but he was able to play the second game and he caught a touchdown from Brady and everybody thought everything was great. And right after that, old Antonio does it again. Some rape charges. <laughs> some sexual charges, you know, they come back out. So, the, you know, the cheating Patriots said, listen, we already cheat, so we can't have no sexual case, too. So we can't, <laughs> we can't cheat and have a, a nigga on here uh, raping girls, so they cut him. And ever since then, after since they cut him, he's been on a tear. I know he's having some problems with the mother of his children. I guess the police was just at his house a few days ago because he claimed that the mother was trying to steal his Bentley. And I guess she's saying that she was taking the car so she could take the kids to school. So he was outside acting crazy with the police officers. He was throwing gummies at her that were shaped like a penis. Why he has that in his possession, I do not know. But he was throwing those at her and he was telling the cops that, you know, she can't afford that car. Them tires, $5,000 a piece. She live in a hotel. How's she going to pay for that? You know, saying all types of crazy stuff. So I don't know. He he needs to sit down somewhere. I know his agent just dropped him. So he, he need to get himself together. He's doing too much. Let me tell you, if you have some candy shaped as dick, maybe he need to be on Aaron Hernandez talking about Aaron Hernandez. Maybe he has... <laughs> Maybe he has some insight that we don't know about. Because if you come in my house and you ask me for some candy, I damn sure ain't gonna give you a bag of dicks. I'll tell you that. Right. So yeah, I don't know what that was about, but I'm tired of hearing about him. So. Yeah, me too. I mean, and then the way he's just disrespectful, you know, he was calling her hoes and bitches. And, you know, I don't know what goes on in a relationship. You know, I don't know what's going on in their relationship. But the bad thing about it is their kids were there. So they didn't need to hear that. You know, they didn't need to hear that. So, 
and he's on camera. He calling the uh, the the cops dicks, and you know he's saying fuck the police. And a guy's in the background saying take that down. It's like he's listening to no one. So at the end of the day, I always thought that he was gonna play again. But every time he has another shenanigan, one of these shenanigans, I don't think he's gonna play anymore. I think he might be done. Wow, he's what thirty one? Is that old in the NFL? No, I mean, you know, it's it, you're at your peak, you know, so you need to be on the team and producing because, you know, a, as we all know, after you start getting to 35, you know, everything starts, you know, shutting down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Well, there was a hot topic on Twitter that I wanted to touch on, and it actually even made uh, one of the morning shows, that show with Kiki, Shryhan, and Sarah. It actually made that show. They were talking about it. But a young lady tweeted that, even if a woman is paying for a date, she should always give the man her money beforehand. That way he can pay. That way he can pay for the date. Um, and she was saying that um, that's a basic manner that women don't have. And we go ahead and pay for it ourselves. We are making the man look weak. So a lot of people have something to say about that. One of the ladies actually agree with her. Not many agree with her, but I did see one tweet where a young lady said that it was her birthday and they were having a big dinner for her and her parents, you know, friends and all other family members would be there. And I guess her boyfriend, you know, he didn't have the money. So she cash apped him some money. So when the bill came, you know, it looked like he was paying for their meal. And I think that's just doing too much. But how do you feel about it? <laughs> Well, first of all, the, real, the 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 main reason why most relationships don't work is keep these motherfuckers out your business. Like, who cares what people think? You know, if you slide money under the table for you to pay for it, you know, just because she has the money or she, it could be her turn to pay or she could seek an offer to pay. Maybe she's taking you out, but who cares? Like, if the waitress comes over and sees her paying, who cares? You know, you you'll never see this person again. And as far as the her 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 parents were there, you know, if she needs to have a conversation about you know what goes on with her parents, then so be it. You know, you know, be you know definitely don't be disrespectful to your parents. But you know, at some point, you are grown, so you make grown up decisions. Stop letting these people in your business, man, because that's the way this relationship is. You know, if I want to pay, if I if 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 as a man we end up paying more anyway and that's how it is and if my girl said hey I got this one believe me she ain't got to cash at me she ain't got to slide money under the table she just take care of it you know and what the waitress or or the waiter thinks I could give a hell less it don't even make no good that don't even make no sense you know take care of your take care of your home that's all you got to worry about nothing else right yeah, I don't think it's that serious. You have to be cash apping somebody. The only only time that's a problem is if, you know, every time you and this guy go out, you're always paying and you're paying because let's say he doesn't have a job or he's lazy and doesn't want to get a job and he's like a bum or something or he's taking advantage of you. So in those situations, no, nah, you don't want to be paying for it because that's that's not what's up. But other than that, everybody relationship has their different things. You never know he might pay all the major bills and then she's in charge of the food or the phone bill or cable or something like that. So when they go out, she pays. So, and then you never know, it could be his birthday. So, you know, she paying for him. You just never know the situation, but don't worry about what other people think. But women well, don't be out here paying for bums meals. Now that you don't do. 
Right, and then that's a conversation that Joe Dumbass need to have with yourself. But you don't know. <laughs> but but you know you don't know if he just lost his job and she's helping him out. I mean, you just don't know what's going on out here. But who cares? Like I said, keep these people out your business, and you'll have a happier relationship all day. That's true. So I wanted to give um, just like a shout out or congrats to Whitney Houston and the Notorious B.I.G. They were inducted into the 2020 Rock Rock wait, and wait, Roll Hall of Fame. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about Drug Free Whitney or Drug Whitney? Which one? This is the positive part of our show. Oh. So I want to keep things positive. Thank you. So <laughs> rest in peace to Whitney Houston and Notorious B.I.G. But they in there with the likes of Tupac, uh, Run DMC, N.W.A., and many others. So I think that's pretty dope. Oh, that's definitely what's up, you know. And, and I you know, know you want to oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I definitely want to give a shout out, you know, to Whitney. I'm I was just playing, you know. You know, everybody has their struggles and she had some, but you know, music wise she was uh, a a queen. So definitely uh give a shout out to Whitney. And Biggie, you know, that's my man, you know, he can do no wrong. So the greatest rapper ever, uh notorious yeah. B. I. G. So give it up to Biggie. And you wanted to shout out a restaurant, um, Slim and Huskies. Tell us about that. Well, definitely. I think that you know we you should always tell the the, uh, the listeners if we have a good place to eat, if we came across something good. And I would definitely want to shout out Slim and Huskies. You know, uh, not not to mention that it's a pizza restaurant and it's excellent as far as you know you get to put whatever toppings you on. They got specialty pizzas, but you can pick whatever toppings you want and put it on the pizza if you like. They have uh, two different sizes. That's what a slim and husky. So of course the slim is the smaller and the husky is the larger, and that's what I typically like to eat. And uh, you know you can put on whatever you want. They put it through an oven and it comes out excellent. They got dipping sauce that you can put on it. Uh, it's definitely worth trying. And I'm I'm saying this. I picked their restaurant one because it's excellent. But two, the people, the owners, the three owners, they're from Tennessee State. So we got to give a shout out once again to TSU. So you know everybody go try it. Where is some of Um, they have. Three locations. They have one in Antioch, Tennessee, and then in Nashville um, on Buchanan Street. Two different locations. So if you come to Nashville, if you're already living here, definitely go check it out. Great pizza. It's a good atmosphere. They play a '90s hip hop and R&B, and you can get you a nice drink, some cinnamon rolls. So it's you know it's real nice. I really like it, and I like the whole build your own pizza thing. So because I love veggie pizzas with a bunch of it, so I could pick all the veggies that I want. So I love it. And if you're vegan, they also have vegan options. So it's a nice place. So go check it out. Clinton, Derek, and Emmanuel, so the owner, so shout them out. Shout out, shout out. But here we go with this vegan shit, man. If we just don't. (laughs) All right, man, go ahead. Anyway, so we have another positive person, and he comes out of Atlanta. His name is Trey Young, and he's a point guard for the Atlanta Hawks. And he made a donation through his charity called the Trey Young Foundation. And what he did was he helped some low-income residents in Atlanta pay off their medical debt. So I thought that was so dope. And he paid like over a million dollars. And it was like, I think almost 600 residents that he helped out. So that was a great thing. You know, he stated that he was, you know, giving back to the community. And that was like very, you know, important to him. And I think anytime somebody can help you with anything is a great thing. So shout out to Trey Young. Yeah, shout out Trey Young. You know, when Trey Young was in college, 
you know, he was doing he was doing people in college, you know what I'm saying? And we thought I thought everybody thought he was gonna be great. And I thought he was gonna be a little overrated. I didn't think he was gonna be good in the NBA, but he had look, he proved me wrong. Trey Young is doing his thing in Atlanta. I really wish he was on a better team because Atlanta sucks, but he's putting up numbers. He's throwing triple doubles. And the only thing I can say about him is, hey, I got a couple medical bills. You can pay mine off too. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So it's definitely a big shout out to uh, Trey Young. Keep doing your thing and uh, you're doing it. And and you know what I'm saying? You're doing it great in the league. And uh, hopefully when your contract's over, you can go to a better team. Yeah. And another show we forgot to talk about, um, it aired on Lifetime this this past weekend. Um, it was the Kamaya Mobley story, Stolen by Stolen by My Mother. A great, great special. Um, if you don't know about the story, um, Kamaya, I guess then her name was Alexis, but she was adopted adu- abducted from a Florida hospital. What, what, um, what was July- she? Shut up abducted okay from a hospital in july of 1998 a lady posed as a nurse her name is um gloria williams and she posed as a nurse and the mother had only spent eight hours with her daughter she was 15 years old and the father was actually in prison at that time because he was 19 so you know he had to go to jail for you know sleeping with a 15 year old or whatever so i guess you know gloria felt like this 15-year-old can't take care of a child. So, you know, I feel this. This is probably what she told herself to psych herself out. She probably felt like, you know, I can take care of this child. 15-year-old, what's she going to do, you know? And I guess she was um, had just had a miscarriage the week before. And she was having the child because at that time, the relationship that she was in, the guy said, well, if you want things to get better around here, you need to, you know, have my baby. So I guess it was very important for her to things for things to change in their relationship. So she did get pregnant. Like I said, she had a miscarriage and I guess she was like, no, I'm gonna have to bring this man a baby. And she already had two older sons. That's something that I didn't know about the story, but she had already had two older sons. So I guess she wanted to keep up with that, having a baby. So she went and stole someone's baby. So it was a real sad story, but you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really sad that he thought that bringing in a baby was going to help their relationship. Damn fool. Yo, listen, listen, babies don't help the relationship. Your relationship needs to be strong. And just having a baby ain't going to make your relationship strong. It's actually going to put a lot of pressure on the relationship. So uh, uh, he was an idiot for that. But but the only thing that made me mad about that story, and it was a good, it was a good story, you know, as far as the the, the, the movie. The only thing that made me bad is the birth mo- mother, uh, Gloria Williams. She was yeah. up, she was upset with her daughter for still talking to the kidnapped mom. I don't understand why she couldn't think that this lady's been in this, this lady's been in her daughter's life for eighteen years. It's hard to turn off love. And you know, and she's you know, it's not like she was abusive to her. It's not like she was, you know, you know, pimping her out here in these streets. She actually stole right. her just to love her. So, you know, it's hard for me to feel like, you know, it's okay for her to be mad because she's still talking to the woman. Just give her some time. And it seemed like she didn't want to give her any time. So I, I, I kind of, I understand where she's coming from. You know, I'm not saying that she's wrong for how she feels because she went through a lot. I mean, I can only imagine if someone stole one of my sons at birth and I never got the chance to see him raised up. 
but I don't think I can when 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 I got back in my son's life, it would be nothing but love. You know, I would definitely try to impress love to him. I wouldn't make I wouldn't. She said, let me tell you what she said. She said, she said, I kind of wish she would have never came back. Who would say something? And this is the birth mom saying that. Wow. Right. This is the birth mom saying that. So it's it's crazy that she said that just because she was still showing the kidnapped mom some love. And, you know, it's just hard to turn off love. And definitely, if you ever been into a messed up relationship and you knew that the relationship isn't where you're supposed to be, but you just, you just can't stop loving the person, but you know this is not the right relationship. I think that's where she was at. She couldn't stop loving the lady that she loved for 18 years. And come on, mom, you need to understand that. So that was the only bad thing about it. I think the mom was also upset because the daughter, she ended up really developing a, a relationship with the father and I think that's because growing up she didn't have a father so I'm sure that's something she always wanted and she looked just like him so you finally get to see you know someone that you look like that you can be like oh my god we favor and I think that's why she took to the father a little bit more but it seemed like from the gate her and the mom just didn't get along right. and I don't know if you watched the after show with um Robin Roberts. I didn't. I didn't know that she was a producer of the show. So they actually let um, Kamaya speak. So that was good too. So check that out as well. And Robin Rob is the broadcaster from um, ABC's Good Morning America. If you don't know who she is, right? So, big big shout out to old Robin. Uh, the thing is, the mama didn't even want to be interviewed. So you can see, she no, she still, didn't. Right. So she's still holding mad resentment about this. And you know, I can't. I can't tell you how you're supposed to feel because it's never happened to me. And. It, Hopefully it would never happen to anyone ever again. But, you know, just the way she, you know, if you search for your daughter for 18 years, it should be nothing but love when she comes back. I don't care what the barriers that you have to jump over or go around. You know, you should just want to show your daughter's love to make her come around. And if she feels like she wants to be around the kidnapped mama, then I, I, listen, I understand where you'd be mad at that, but you can't turn your daughter away from it. Oh. Yeah, and and Gloria Williams, she was sentenced to 18 years in prison, and she did file an appeal, but they haven't really said anything else about it, so I don't know what happened with it. But no, she she need all eight, she need all 18 of them. So go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah, most definitely. The mother wanted her to have life, so yeah, I don't know about life, but she need you know. I feel like here for every time, every year that you took my kid, and you know, that's a, that's a start. Since she did take care of the girl, you know, yeah. because some people when they kidnap kids, it's not because they want to take care of them. So right, right, right. Sad story, but check that out on Lifetime. So as we come to a close, um, I just wanted to say, uh, send us an email, ask us some questions. If you have some topics that you want us to touch on, definitely reach out to us. And our email address is kennyjoy68 at yahoo.com that's kennyjoy68 at yahoo.com and we won't you know say who you are we'll keep it anonymous so people feel comfortable you know sending us stuff but you know send us something let us know how the show is going what you want you know whatever we we take it off we good we we good yeah yeah definitely definitely We got a we got a lot of good feedback and like I said and some criticism and definitely we're working on so uh Every week we want to get better and better. So you let us know what we could do to make it better. You know, love everybody. Yeah. And I'll say it right now. There will be some little spots where the sound 
goes out for Kenny. I just, cause I, I don't want to do this again. So I just want y'all to know you will, it's probably happens like three times. Sorry, I'll apologize right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she gonna say that at the end. You know, after, <laughs> after, after you listen to the whole thing, that's what she's gonna say. But yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're working on fixing that as well. So, you know, each week's gonna be better and better. Believe that. Yeah, and shout out to our executive producer. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, she she she's doing a lot on the outside, so you know, definitely help us. Thank thank you for helping us out, executive producer. <laughs> well, all right. We will see you all next week. See you next week. Y'all be safe out there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>